Welcome to the Vibrant Living Podcast with Stacey Harmer. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm a certified holistic health and life coach and passionate about creating a vibrant life. We'll have conversations about nourishing your body, heart, mind, and soul, discovering your purpose and passion, and sharing your gifts with the world. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is episode nine, creating the extraordinary in 2022. Hi everyone, how are you? I hope you had a wonderful Christmas and enjoyed spending time, hopefully with family and friends and celebrating the beautiful season. Well, we are almost to 2022, so I'm excited about this podcast today. As you may know, I'm a certified coach with the Life Coach School, and some of the concepts and tools I'll be sharing today come from my mentor, Brooke Castillo, and what we learn within the school. So let's start out by talking about what extraordinary means. The definition states that it is very unusual or remarkable or other similar words, exceptional, amazing, astonishing, astounding, marvelous, wonderful, stunning, incredible, and unforgettable. I kind of like those words. They sound pretty good to me. What about you? Okay, if that is extraordinary, what is ordinary? Well, the definition of ordinary is with no special or distinctive features, normal, commonplace, standard, typical, routine, established, prevailing. At first glance, there's nothing wrong with having a normal, ordinary life. I've coached many people over the years, and most have what I call a great ordinary life with comparatively little to complain about, except for one thing. They're typically not happy. They're missing something. Something is off. They're not fulfilled. Remember we talked in an earlier episode about the six basic human needs, the need for certainty, variety, significance, love and connection, growth and contribution. So while they're not complaining to the outside world, they are complaining or hurting inside. It is usually because they feel unfulfilled and those basic needs aren't met. They feel stuck and maybe even shameful about complaining. They feel unhappy, but can't identify why. They're procrastinating their dreams or may not even allow themselves to dream and escape their suffering through buffering. So what is buffering? Buffering is a term that describes when you escape your feelings through many different things. It could be overeating, overspending, over drinking, or whatever, just fill in the blank, is when you think, oh, I've had a bad day. I need to eat those cookies or M&Ms or ice cream and then go binge on my favorite show. Now, I'm not saying that having a treat or watching Netflix is bad. Believe me, I've done that plenty. But if it's when you are doing those things to take away your suffering or pain, that's when the problem begins. Buffering leads to a false sense of happiness because it feels good. We have that dopamine shot, right? When you do it, but only temporarily. That feeling is coming from outside of you as an external pleasure when we, when we buffer. You'll always have to seek more and more and more to cover the internal or emotional pain. But real happiness is found within you. You have the capacity to experience it by rewiring your brain 
and training it with new thoughts and beliefs. Instead of covering your emotional pain with false external pleasures, you actually can learn how to experience the negative emotions without buffering or masking them. You'll, you'll learn to transform your ordinary life into an extraordinary one. So I'll be teaching this particular coaching model in my next episode. And once you learn how your brain works and how to rewire it to create the results you desire, your life and possibilities change. We have circumstances. Then we have thoughts about our circumstances. Those thoughts lead to our feelings or emotions, which drive our actions, which create our results. So we know that we are in charge of the results of our lives by our brain and our thinking. It's so powerful. Let's talk for a moment about the motivational triad in your brain. It's actually how your brain operates to keep you alive. So through evolution, the human brain made sure we sought food, procreated, avoided getting killed, and conserved energy. This is the primitive part of your brain that we all have. Early humans needed it to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and, and be efficient to evolve as species. But in the modern world, we no longer need these primitive characteristics to survive. So the first component of the motivational triad is that you're motivated to seek pleasure. Here's what that looks like in our daily life. You seek connection with other human beings. That feels good. Historically, we stayed in the pack as a community. It meant survival. We seek food that tastes good. Food keeps us alive. So all three of those components of the motivational triad were useful for us. This wasn't a problem during pre-modern times when pleasure was more limited. So, but the problem now is that we live in a culture and society where pleasure is more than abundant. Instead of just eating a berry that we might find on a bush, now we have a whole berry pie to eat. The brain is becoming addicted because of food, sugar, other things like drugs, alcohol, and even social media. There is pleasure everywhere we look, so easily accessible and in huge supplies. What used to be small doses of pleasure to keep us alive has become an enormous amount of pleasure that is now often harmful. That same pleasure that helped us evolve as humans is now killing us, quite literally. As a human, we want to stay away from things that can cause us pain. Pain is built into the human experience as a tool for survival. It has kept people safe and alive, which also contributed to our evolution as a species. Avoiding pain kept you from feeding um, or from being eaten by a tiger, and that was great. But now it's not so great. This primitive pain avoidant behavior has found its way into our modern life where tigers aren't chasing us. Getting out of our comfort zone means entering a new territory that is unfamiliar to our brains. So our brains retreat and they resist it. It wants to repeat what it knows how to do, which is to keep you alive. It thinks that the unknown will be painful and could kill you. Your brain hasn't evolved to know that you don't need protection from being outside your comfort zone. The same is true for other negative emotions like anger, fear, doubt, sadness. 
Your primitive brain wants to keep you alive. So its natural tendency is to avoid feeling those pains. And we can do that through buffering, by getting that dopamine hit, by doing whatever to, to mask those feelings. The last part of the motivational triad is the human brain's wiring to conserve energy. For cavemen, this was great. They only had a certain amount of energy to use and their brains knew how to make decisions to maximize energy and exert as little as effort as possible. This kept them alive. Well, in modern life, this is not so useful. It means you don't put yourself out there, go after big goals or dreams. Instead, we might spend our time spinning wheels in struggle and stress and overwhelm. We might sit in indecision, hold ourselves back from accomplishing our biggest desires and dreams. And this is a cycle that leaves people stuck. So once necessary for survival, conserving energy is now holding us back from our own happiness, fulfillment, and success. What got you to ordinary will not get you to extraordinary. Do you see how the motivational triad, seeking pleasure, avoiding pain, and conserving energy and staying within our comfort zone is actually keeping us from getting to the next stage of our lives? It was useful for evolution, but in our modern world, will keep us stuck in the ordinary. It won't get us to the extraordinary. We need a different framework. And I'll be teaching that new framework in our next episode, the self-coaching model. But I wanted to give you that understanding and framework before we start creating your extraordinary life and dreams for 2022. So I have been working on this. I don't ever teach anything that I'm not practicing myself. I might not be perfect, but I'm in motion using the tools. So questions are powerful tools. I always like to go through several, several at the end of the year as I'm preparing for the new year. I've already done this for myself. I've even scheduled a little getaway with my husband for a couple of days. I gave him a packet to work through so when we come together away from the demands of our home life, we can dream and explore our goals and desires for the coming year. I've already gone through that packet myself and it was really helpful to answer those questions. But first I want you to start looking back at 2021. It is important to celebrate your life and what you accomplished in your past before we look forward and create for the future. So if you have a pencil, you may want to jot down a few of these questions. What were your accomplishments this past year? What are you most proud of? What was the hardest thing you had to overcome and what did you learn from it? What and who energized you the most? What and who drained you the most? How are you different than 12 months ago? What are, your, what are you most grateful for this past year? Okay, now let's take a look at the present. What is your superpower? Meaning, what do you love to do and you are so good at? I like to call this your free space. Think of a bingo card. We all have that free space in the middle. We don't even have to get a token for it. It just comes with us. It's like we are born with this free space, something within us that is our superpower that comes so naturally and easy to us. It's what I also call like our just inner genius. So identifying that, because when we can tap in, to that in ourselves and live in that space, we are, that is who we're born to be. That is, those are the strengths we are born to use and what we are creating. Another question is, what are you tolerating 
that you don't want to tolerate anymore? What are the one to three things that you've been putting off or procrastinating? Now, one of the most powerful things we can do is to create from our future self. Our brain is programmed and wired to repeat what we've done before to keep us alive. We can actually step into our future self and create from there. So I want you to fast forward to your future self and life in December 31, 2022, okay, New Year's Eve of next year. What goal do you see yourself accomplishing? Look at it and imagine that it was accomplished. A few different areas of your life you can ponder is what you'd like to achieve is in your physical health, your relationships, your finances, personal growth, spirituality, your career, your home. Who do you want to be by the end of next year? What did you stop doing in 2022? Remember, we're, we're all ready to 2022. We're in our future selves. What did you start doing? What one word describes your year? I always like to choose a word for my year. So choose one that you want to describe 2022. One of the core philosophies of one of my favorite books is in the book is Atomic Habits. And this is the philosophy. You do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems, right? Let me say that again. You do not rise to the level of your goals. Here we are. We're going to set goals, but there's something much more powerful. You fall to the level of your systems. So what we want to do is create systems for our goal. When we set a goal, we need to ask these three questions from our future self, okay? I want you to imagine a target, okay? The outer circle of the target is what? What is the goal? Okay, so there's purpose in writing a goal down, but you have to take it so much further than the what. What is the goal? You might have a fitness goal. You might have a certain amount you want to weigh or your body fat composition this year, right? Okay, that's the what. How is the system you set up? What we're trying to do is create the habits to implement and to build the system, right? We're not going to accomplish the goal unless we have a system to get us there and habits to take us there. That is the powerhouse. That is why habits are so much more powerful than goals, right? They're ingrained in us. They're part of our sub conscious. We just do it automatically. That's what we're trying to build into our lives. And the inner ring of that target is the why. Okay, so remember the what is a goal. The next ring in is the how and the inner circle. Think of that bow and arrow hitting that inner circle. That is the why. Why are you doing it? And why also equates with your identity. You might choose to be healthy, fit, and free. <laughs> that is your new identity. That's who you see yourself as, right? If you were trying to give up smoking, per se, your new identity would be a non-smoker, not I'm trying to give this up, no thank you. It would be, no, I'm a non-smoker. You'd shift the thinking in your brain to create the new identity to support the habits to achieve the goal, okay? Do you understand that? It's super powerful. Another possibility might be, okay, a goal. Clean out the clutter in your home. Update paint, 
redecorate. Okay, so make that might be the goal. Actually, it is my goal for 2022. One of my goals. And that's the what, okay? The how, go room by room and get rid, try to get rid of 50% of the clutter or the stuff. Um, give it away. I would repaint or replace or clean carpets. Go room to room and make a plan to redecorate. Work with the designer. So those are kind of the systems I'm going to set up to do the outer of the what. Why? My That's the inner target. Your new identity. My home is a reflection of myself. It is simple, clean, organized, and beautiful. Okay? Stepping into your new identity, then the how, the systems to create the habits, to create, to get the what, your goal, okay? <laughs> so creating systems for your goals. Once again, you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. If you don't get anything else from this podcast today, that quote from Atomic Habits, I hope that you'll grab onto that and, and hold on to it because it's so powerful. I want to allow yourself to dream. Okay, as we create for 2022, we are born creators. That is where we will find the fulfillment, the extraordinary, creating from your future self. We don't want to create from what we've done in the past. Jump forward to your future self of who you can become. Allow yourself to dream. Sometimes we don't even give ourselves permission to do that. And it takes a little bit of work. You might even look around to others that are dreaming or living the life that you would like to live or desire to put into your life. Another added measure might be, what are the character traits that they have? What do they do to, to create that? So often, and not only so often, it is the key, is our mindset and stepping into that identity of your future self first. That's where we can create, not from our past selves, because our brain wants to create what we've already done. We know, our brain knows that is the safe space. <laughs> create from your future self to get the extraordinary. Carve out time for yourself to do this. I encourage you to do this in the next few days or week. You might even create a vision or dream board to represent those dreams and desires. Um, find the pictures to put on the board. In fact, I've been doing some decluttering the last few days and I found some dream boards of my children that they've created in the past. And I said, do you want to throw these out? And my daughter said, no, I'm going to create a new one for the new year and I want to look at it to get inspiration. So I'm, it's so fun to see my girls doing some dreaming and creating and manifesting because they're being intentional. So good luck on creating your extraordinary life in 2022. Thank you, my friends, and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye-bye.